Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to another great episode of Laquita's Toolbox. I am your host, Laquita Mondley, and you guys know that it is my passion and my desire that when you join Laquita's Toolbox and as a subscriber and a listener, that you will be blessed with tools that will help you grow as an entrepreneur, as well as tools that you could use in your own personal growth and development. Today, we have an, an amazing guest. Her name is Miss Clarine Mitchell. She is the LinkedIn expert. You know, I've been following her content on LinkedIn for a couple of months, and I must agree that she is the LinkedIn expert. So those of you who are trying to figure out how to master that beast that is LinkedIn, you want to make sure that you stay tuned for this entire episode and check our show notes because there will be more information in the show notes on how to get in touch with Clarine. Um, and before I bring her on, I just want to tell you a little bit about her. Um, Clarine Mitchell is the owner of TCM Communications, LLC, a social media branding firm based in McQuan, Wisconsin, that focuses on helping success-driven entrepreneurs and corporate leaders effectively leverage LinkedIn to generate results. She holds a BA in interpersonal communications from Cardinal Strick University. Miss Clarine, I did not butcher your name, but I am pretty sure <laughs> I butchered the name of your city. <laughs> no worries. It's, so, it's always so interesting to hear non-Wisconsin or non-Midwest people say it. And so maybe I should have warned you at the beginning on <laughs> um, the pre-conversation we had. So it's Mequon. Um, so McQuan, McQuan, um, you have that, that twang to it, I guess, McQuan. Um, see, so I'm, I'm Southern. I'm from Mississippi. Yeah. Okay. See, see that's what it is. That's what that's I hear. What it, I, okay. It is. It is. <laughs> um, so I should probably just put on there. <laughs> greater milwaukee area that's where i'm at in the greater milwaukee wisconsin area but thank you laquita for having me on here today with you it's an honor so thank you for the invitation i appreciate it's always good to hear that people follow me they've been watching me they see what i'm doing and it leads to the next steps because that's what linkedin should do for any and everybody not just LinkedIn experts like me, but everyone who uses it and specifically entrepreneurs, your presence on the platform should draw the interest of your ideal clients and it should lead to the next steps. So I always love how people say that. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing my job. I'm doing it. I'm working it. Well, you indeed are working it, sis. You are working it. Um, you know, I've, I've been on LinkedIn myself for a number of years. Um, and I, I initially started out on LinkedIn when I was a uh, government civilian. I was an employee uh, for the Air Force. Okay. And I created the profile then. Now, why did I create it? Because somebody suggested it. Okay. They said, hey, liquidity came into my office and said, hey, have you heard about this LinkedIn? And no, I haven't. Well, you need to get on it and create it. Mm. Okay. You know, and so I did. And there it sat. And oh, wow. I think I did not return to that profile um, until 2017. Okay. Actually, yeah, about 2000. Yeah, end of 2016, first part of 2017. And I returned to it to update it 
because at this time we were living in Germany and my husband was getting ready to retire. So I needed to update it with all of the positions that I'd held from 2010 to 2017. Right. Because initially I was going to return back to the U.S. and either seek another government service position or a contractor. Because at that time I was a, a contractor uh, working in Germany. Okay. And neither happened. I had this fancy you know, a little upgrade done. I had somebody to revamp my resume for federal service and everything. And they said, hey, you need to redo your LinkedIn. I paid for that. And then I didn't use it for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what? My, so that leads me to my first question. So for those who are making that transition. So once I decided, okay, I don't want to work for anyone anymore. I am going to be an entrepreneur. Good for My you. My LinkedIn. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. It's a life that, and so I'm four years into the life, so to speak. And it's a life that I wouldn't trade for the world. Like no. right, right. I got into it late in later, I should say, in life. Um, but I'm loving it. So welcome and like, oh wow. It's a it's full of challenges, but it's so gratifying, it's so fulfilling. Um and when we can be our own boss. You are absolutely right. It's so much freedom. It's when um, when Ben said that he was going to retire and I, I was employed at the time. I was like I said, I was a contractor um, and I started I went through that whole process. It's like, OK, I'm not going to battle with USA jobs and trying to figure out how to get my resume past their filtering system, their resume system, right, which right. is what was in use then. I don't know what they're right. using now. Right. I'm going to pay an expert to clean this resume up so that it'll look good for federal state and um, also for civilian contractors. And at the time, the young lady that I hired to do it uh, was really good at LinkedIn. And so I hired her to clean up my LinkedIn profile as well. But then I decided, mm, I don't want to do that tap dance anymore. I'm going to be an entrepreneur. So now my LinkedIn is sitting there and it's not being used. Fast forward a year after that. And someone says, Hey, Laquita, why are you not leveraging LinkedIn as an entrepreneur? And so mm -hmm. they got crickets because I didn't have a response. <laughs> so, can I, so can I just say that, yeah. that whole conversation or that whole point, we can have a whole conversation on right there. How yeah. so many entrepreneurs underutilized are like not tapping into all the LinkedIn offers. And so that's my mission to to bring as many on to the platform and helping them to level up on the platform as I can. Um, too many of us. I'm not going to say us because I'm not on that side. You know? <laughs> and I can say I was guilty of it. And I mm -hmm. can share my story of how I became just a huge LinkedIn fan. But too many entrepreneurs have the mindset that LinkedIn is just for job seekers mm -hmm. and have the, the approach um, like they would have the approach to career websites where you just go put your information and then leave and think mm -hmm. magic is supposed to happen. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. That's not how it works on LinkedIn. The magic happens when you actively use the platform, consistently use the platform based on best practices. So it's not just going and getting your, your profile revamped and getting it looking good, like, you know, all the kind of shiny bells and whistles, so to speak. It's then the other component because it's not 
a career builder a monster or other website platforms is social media and so the the gift of social media is is that you're using it consistently all the time um and you're growing and building a following a community and and i, I tell entrepreneurs it's free why not use it well there's a paid version but even on the free level you can get so much gain for the business the businesses you have if you just use it so yeah my mission is to get more entrepreneurs leveraging the platform and using it for all that it is because it's changed over um the so it's been 18 years the platform has been in existence it's evolved wow. and now it's like at a rapid pace of even evolving evolving leveling up more on its own where it's now i say is an ideal time for entrepreneurs because it's it's becoming more than just what we're used to we were used to you know, and that's exactly why, what I want us to talk about. It was, and to be honest, just transparency, I'm still in that place of transition as it relates to LinkedIn. We had a funny come conversation on, about come it. Come on over, Lakeisha. Come on over, like, uh-uh. Yeah, that our pre-show yeah. conversation, if only that was recorded. No. I know, right? I should have just hit record right there, like, come on. But, you know, because honestly, the, once I was asked that question and the crickets, you know, I went back to it and I How did a little was that? So that was, yeah, that was like in 2018, 2019. Yeah, 2018. Whoa. Okay, wait a minute. So, and it's 20, so. So we're 2021. It's been a while. I apologize for your transparency. Yeah, it's 2021. <laughs> so think about. And this is not just for you, like the conversation is all about Laquita. No, I'm going to back up off of you. Just for the sake of example, but for your listeners, you know, when we don't leverage the platform and we leave all this time in between, like years in between or months or whatever, yeah, thinking about the opportunities we then are losing or leaving mm -hmm. on the table potential mm -hmm. money that we're leaving on the table because we're not active on the platform. We're not using it. We're not um, taking advantage of what the platform offers. So then we're out of sight, out of mind. And then that business is going to our competitors instead of to us. And so like, hmm, what's it been like, Laquita, all, to think about potentially all the business you've missed? Like, you, you got it like that. Okay. Well, right. you see, you know, we're going to claim that in Jesus name, but no, <laughs> it was rough. So which causes me to come back to LinkedIn, because no matter what type of event, uh, even before everything shut down because of COVID, uh -huh. um, you're absolutely right. We're in these, whether it's professional mixers, networking events, or even when I'm in client meetings and uh, and the client is bringing me on as a part of their team for something. Okay. LinkedIn always comes up some in some shape, form of fashion good, when good. you're dealing with professionals. Um, and, and it really does not matter what you do as an entrepreneur. You can be a right. caterer. Right. Um, right. You know, if you've come in to cater for this event right. of these entrepreneurs, then that conversation of LinkedIn at some point will come up inevitably. And that's what has happened from the first time that someone mentioned it to me back in 2018. Mm -hmm. To today, LinkedIn is, is something that's uh, been a constant conversation. So 
I won't say that I've given it 100% of me to make my LinkedIn better because that yeah. would be a lie. That it's would be coming. a lie. It's but, coming, <laughs> you know, I've, so I've been working on it. And that is one of the things that's on my, uh, as a top priority. Um, mm -hmm. It, as a, as a, as a coach and a speaker, you know, my number one priority is how do I make sure that I am being the best that I can be for my current clients and my future clients. So yes, I went and became John Maxwell certified in that area. But mm -hmm. now I need to know how to best show up in the spaces where my ideal yeah. client is. Uh, yes. 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 And so LinkedIn has become in my top, uh, in my top three priorities. As a professional, you know, the show is all about providing tools to help you grow as entrepreneurs and in my personal growth and development. LinkedIn meets both of those because I get so much valuable information when I do go on there, whether I'm looking at a live or uh, reading content or articles. And so I want to be able to share that with those that are in my audience that are looking to grow in those areas. And you, Miss um, Clarine, fit the bill. Like your content is amazing. Watching oh, some of the things that I've seen you even on some other people's lives, um, mm -hmm. talking about uh, LinkedIn and what it can do. And so it can be a hard transition, basically, is long story short. <laughs> it was a difficult transition for me. Right. So if you could just speak to how to make that transition easier for people who are, okay, I want to change my profile from career seeker to entrepreneur. Yeah. And a lot of times with my clients, especially so my target population or the majority of my clients, they're entrepreneurs or corporate executives. And with my entrepreneurs, the bulk of the time we have together, and I, I offer what's called, I call LinkedIn power sessions. And we start off really it's mindset, getting the mindset change to understanding how the platform works and embracing it. Because until you really understand how the platform works, how it's different from the other ones that I'm not going to name. But until you understand how they're different and embrace and commit to it, you're not going to get, you know, all the way in, you know, dive all the way in. And then you're not going to get the results until you do that. And so it's really starting off the process of really understanding the platform, embracing it and making it your priority, but putting in the work. Because uh, so a part of our pre-show conversation we talked about um, how other platforms you can pretty much get on and do whatever. And it really doesn't. There's no certain standards. There's certain there's no certain rules that, you know, dictate those platforms is different on LinkedIn. You can't just get on and do whatever you can, but you're not going to be successful. And so really understanding the best practices that are specific to the platform and then creating your brand based on those best practices. So you have to be strategic I, all day long. I'm sitting, I shouldn't say all day long because I don't sit on LinkedIn all day, kind of sort of do, but not really. But all day long, I'm scrolling and I'm seeing people who, especially entrepreneurs and are so frustrated and I have to hold myself back because they're not my clients. But so it's frustrating seeing, you know, they're making posts and getting no engagement getting no reactions, you know, and it's like, because they don't have those basic principles or best practices or strategies of understanding what to do versus what not to do and vice versa. So um, it's really learning to use the platform in the way that works for LinkedIn, because LinkedIn 
it's a whole different world than those other platforms. It was created specifically for users to get results. That's how the platform was created on the back end. So once you use it according to how the platform works, you're going to get the results. It comes naturally because the platform was created for users to get results, even without you spending a lot of money or any money on ads. Like I just, use it on a daily basis and even some of my events my virtual events i sell them out without paying a dollar a penny not even a penny on ads it's the process of using the platform appropriately first building a brand in my community so to speak right so that there's the interest a part of our conversation before liquida was the no like and trust factor people know me because of my content right they get to like me because they see my consistency and trust me and then they're more open or willing or interested in doing business with me. Um, but being able to do that and draw clients without, I call it the, it's the casting the net process where you want it to be where, especially as entrepreneurs, as business owners, where you're not hustling so hard, so to speak, to get clients, the clients are coming to you. And if you're not getting clients coming to you, approaching you, knocking on your door, on a regular basis, based upon your LinkedIn presence, mm -mm, something's not right. Something is amiss. If you're not getting that engagement on a consistent basis, you're not getting the clients that are coming to you, something is amiss. You, it shouldn't be where you're always going out and doing the fishing. They should be coming, jumping in the boat, so to speak. <laughs> So listen, listen, talk to us a little bit about what, what those best practices are on LinkedIn. Well, can't go specifically in that because that is one-on-one when I work with my clients or in my trainings because it's, again, it's people, because sometimes people, they hear one thing and then they take it and run and think, oh, I can do, the, do it now. That it, it all makes sense. And it's more than just the one thing. It's a really, it's an overall process. But I can say the biggest thing is being consistent. Is you can't be out of sight, out of mind. You have to be consistent. And you can't be from a consistent from a spectator approach. You have to go all in and be um, proactive and with the platform where you're out front and you're using a platform and not just using it for your advantage, but using it to provide value. That's the biggest thing, is being from the perspective of providing value, information. Yes, I may give a tip, but I may not say, contact me every time I make a post. I'm not, I shouldn't be, a business owner shouldn't be saying, contact me, or this is my event coming up, or schedule your, you know, um, your intro session with me or whatever. It's, being freely given information, providing that value. And that way, when people know or they need something that you provide, they're going to think of you first because you have that record of providing that value. That was a, that was uh, powerful what you just said there, because it, that, that is a very different approach Ooh. than on um, some of the other social, me social media platforms, because uh -huh. um, on some of those other platforms, it is really all about, well, yes, you do show up consistently on those as well, but they're looking for you to show up to, and I guess the best word I can use is to uh, self-promote, like 
Mm-hmm. You know, the best thing you can put on is a selfie. I put a selfie on there on some of the other platforms. That like button is going to be broken in a minute because <laughs> right. you know, within, within seconds. So if I post a selfie of myself or if I post a selfie of me and one of my grandchildren, I get a thousand likes like that. Um, whereas on LinkedIn, you said something very key. It's about providing value. Me and my one of my grandchildren is just the cutest thing in the world. But LinkedIn doesn't really care. I don't want to say they don't care because I will get some likes and he or she is adorable, depending on who I'm holding. If I post that, but <laughs> it's all about yeah. you, can, you can get personal on LinkedIn. It's you just it's about not necessarily what you do, how you do it. And so you can get personal, share that photo with your adorable grandchild, but have your caption have a connectivity or a message that's related to your business or related to you being an entrepreneur or related to self-care, somehow connected to the value or the purpose of LinkedIn, which is professional and business. So you can have those posts. It's just how you do it. And so I loved how you talked about you can have a post on another platform and get zillions of reactions, right? That reaction button or whatever will go broke. It's important to know you can have, because one of the things people, they get so, let me see how to say this. They get so dependent on the fan club. And I'm speaking specifically to entrepreneurs right now get so dependent on the fan club that we may have on other platforms and dismiss LinkedIn because the reactions may not be as high without understanding the process they're using to make that post could be why they're not getting a lot of reactions, but also making the having the understanding. Yes, you may have a lot of reactions on this other post, you know, have your fan club, but is that fan club doing business with you? Is that fan club dropping money? with you as that fan club helping to build your business that's the difference that's that's the difference difference. and linkedin you may have a, a smaller percentage of reactions but that smaller percentage have a greater quality in comparison to the huge percent of percentage of reactions you may have on other platform because it's a more targeted base Right. It's the targeted base where hopefully it's your ideal clients. It's, it's the mindset of people with the mindset of doing business. And so that has a higher quality. If you may have 50 reactions on LinkedIn, but you may have a couple hundred on Facebook. But it don't matter if they're not doing business with you, if they will never do business with you. It's fine. It's great to have the cheerleaders, the, the rah-rah club, the fan club. But again, we're entrepreneurs, we're business owners. We have to stay in business. We have to have that money, right? We have to pay our <laughs> our, our bills, right? We have to eat, we have to do. So that means we have to do things and strategically spend our time doing things that can generate the revenue that we need for our businesses. And so coming out of having the fan club and going into doing things that build the business and LinkedIn provides that opportunity. That that's excellent. Like it's the it's about the conversion, you know, how how many of those reactions or how many of those followers are converting into right paying clients or 
converting to paid clients, yes. But even before that, getting into the sales funnel because you don't know the time frame of when they can convert. I can ask somebody who's been following me for years and then decide to finally convert or months or whatever the time frame may be. The key is starting off and getting them into your sales funnel. So going back to the other point about um, really the process with LinkedIn is the social selling process. So again, providing that value, social selling means not the old cold calling and steady pushing our our businesses down people's throats so to speak on linkedin it's about being consistent providing value educating people based upon our area of expertise whatever it is that we do business wise so i'm a linkedin coach i'm a linkedin expert trainer i'm providing information on a daily basis that's pertinent to how to leverage linkedin whether it's business branding, marketing, um, how to um, address issues that hinder us from being bold on LinkedIn as entrepreneurs, whatever it is, it all ties into my brand, my business, but it's providing value, whether it's a tip, whether it's an article, whether it's a video, whether whatever the content structure is, is all about providing value. Now, when I get to having my events and then I need to promote my events, people are more tolerant of accepting that because outside of when I have my events or I have a product that I'm launching, I'm providing value the majority of the time. It's the 80-20 rule for social media. The majority of the time it's about providing value. And then that smaller percentage is the marketing, the sales rather. So the, the vastly different approach that we have to take here uh, on the LinkedIn platform versus some of our other social media platforms is the value. You have to have value added content consistently right. that right. your um, ideal client can absorb that content and increase in some area of their life so that they will eventually at some point get into your sales funnel right and more importantly recommend you as well that that recommendation says hey right. you know what i've been in i've learned so much from following clarence content here on linkedin you need to follow her you need to connect um because she's got some stuff that'll help you right 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 versus where we have some of that um it differs on other social media platforms. Now, I want to make a quick shift, not necessarily a shift in the conversation, but I want you to talk to us about Shine Online with LinkedIn is just an online database of resumes, which it's we've not. been talking about. It's not. It's um, not. It's not. We've been and we've been talking about that. That's your self-published book. We've been talking about that this entire time. So right. listen, for my for my listeners, you want to make sure that um you reach out to her and you want to you want to get this in your hand and you want to follow her on linkedin because that her show imposter syndrome this this i cannot disrupted. talk today disrupted <laughs> oh my goodness the imposter syndrome disrupted uh has so much um value in it the guests that she brings on um that topic in and of itself <laughs> is should be enough to just draw attention. And that's something that's completely different than on other um, social media platforms. 
because that's still more value added content that we can get uh, from you on the LinkedIn uh, platform. So talk to us a little bit about those those two things and the motivation behind it, why you started doing those, why oh, you wow. wrote the book and why you started that program. So my shadow line with LinkedIn and it is a self-published book or the extended um, title shine on LinkedIn shine online with LinkedIn is not just for jobs or let me oh my goodness let me look it's been a while shine Go ahead and show LinkedIn, LinkedIn isn't just an online database of resumes so that's the book <laughs> um published self-published it in 2019 and it it really was a way and so I'm gonna give this in it's kind of a different conversation a little bit Okay. But as a tip for entrepreneurs, if you haven't already publishing a book, whether you go through a publisher or self-publishing is a phenomenal way to be able to um, establish yourself as a thought leader and as an industry expert. It opens doors to say that I'm an author, right? It opens doors. Um, with being able to further my business, whether it's for my training, you know, opportunities, speaking opportunities. So for me, to all the fellow entrepreneurs, if you've not already, if you're debating it, do it. Um, I say it's one of the best decisions I've made as a business owner to publish my book. And so that's why I published it. <laughs> to um, further extend or establish myself as an industry leader, um expert and all of that and um really and it, it was also as a way to further provide information for those who were going through my trainings who needed something you know tangible that they can refer back to um for friendly reminders and to uh, to get to people who may not they're not local or that i may never be able to be in a room with but they can be in a room with me so to speak with my book <laughs> Um, they can get in their comfort space in their chair and relax and read my book because it's really it's a techie book, but it's a very reader friendly techie book where it's more of a storytelling process. My background is print journalism and public relations. So I really use the storytelling process um, in the book and then I sneak in the tips on a techie process basis. And then my imposter syndrome disrupted show is a LinkedIn live show every second and fourth Tuesday. And the whole reason I launched the show was based upon experiences I've had with specifically my female entrepreneur clients and challenges. I saw them having more so than men to be bold on LinkedIn, to get more into the details and committed to telling their stories, to showing off so to speak, and being bold about their experience, their expertise, and all of their their fabulous, fabulousness. Um, so I started the show, launched it in January of 2021, really with the focus of empowering, putting the spotlight on women entrepreneurs. And so really that's the whole focus of the show. And so I, my guests are always somehow tied to topics who topics that are relevant to women entrepreneurs that can help us as women entrepreneurs um, more boldly step up to leveraging LinkedIn so that we can get the businesses business that we deserve. I love it. I love it. I, like I said, the, the title 
of the show is what drew me to when so i was you know going through your your feed and i was like okay she i know she's the linkedin expert but this says imposter syndrome yeah buddy <laughs> yeah that that caption is it's like okay let me let me take a moment and sit right here and tune in and i love it i mean it's i'm so glad that you did do that because i you know if we're if we're honest within ourselves if you have not dealt with it as as a woman if you haven't dealt with it personally we definitely know other women whether they're career professionals or entrepreneurs that have battled with that at some particular point in time and then even as some of your subtopics that i do it all uh, yeah still, it still comes yeah. i'm not an imposter syndrome expert can i just say that right now <laughs> <laughs> But I am a black woman. I am an entrepreneur. <laughs> um, and I experience it even still now on a daily mm -hmm. basis. Sometimes I may get an invitation to do a gig. And I'm like, who, me? Really? How they find me? How, why they want me? You know, so I believe we all experience it at one level or another. Mm -hmm. And we just have to own it and know that we is someone approaches us because people see in us sometimes what we don't see in ourselves. Right. And we have to own that and we have to embrace that and we have to step boldly, you know, or sometimes people may have thoughts about us that we don't agree with and we need to be able to dismiss that and, and carry on in the way that we know is true for us. But um, there's a connection between imposter syndrome disrupted and LinkedIn. <laughs> you, you can't. So my whole thing, model-wise, with my business is shining online. You can't shine online if you have imposter syndrome. If you let that overshadow you, if you have all the that self-doubt, the, the you question of your greatness, your skills, your expertise, that means you're not going to shine online. That means you're not going to have a bold presence on the platform. So you you have to dispel that. You have to fight against it so that you can leverage the platform. That's so very true. That's so very true. Um, um, I won't dig into weeds of that one. We have to bring you on the show for a whole nother podcast <laughs> for the detrimental effects of uh, imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. um, but, and you're right, you know, my, my transparency is I, I dealt with that for a long time. People could see in me something that I couldn't see in myself, even in, like I said, even in the midst of a speaking engagement or I'm teaching a class, just whatever it was, the battle to get there and then the battle to remain there once you got there was right. very, very real, you know, right. and then the self-doubt after the fact that does not matter how many kudos you may have gotten, you mm -hmm. know, on the, in that car drive home or on that plane ride home. Right. Right. <laughs> the things that you experience mentally, emotionally, that will cause you not to show up consistently. Right. Um, it, that's a real thing. So again, thank you so much. Uh, Let's disrupt that. We had to yeah. work on disrupting that on a daily basis. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because you won't show up. You won't, you won't show up. Whether it's um, like my friend Sean Hill says, whether it's in these LinkedIn streets or <laughs> he's hilarious. Whether, yeah. it's, whether it's in these LinkedIn streets or anywhere that we need to show up in order to scale and grow um, in our right. business, that right. that will definitely hurt us. So, and shining online on LinkedIn is important because that's what the that's what today's show has 
is all about. We're talking with Ms. Clarine Mitchell, the LinkedIn expert, and she's sharing with us some great tips on why you want to transition your profile from career seeker to thriving entrepreneur. Right. And she shared with us, not necessarily, say, I'll, I'll call it a best practice because Sometimes I have seen and have been guilty on LinkedIn of overselling or mm -hmm. selling, period, you know, mm -hmm. and why that is not the thing to do on LinkedIn. But having value added content consistently um, is the uh, is the best approach. And Clarice has something very powerful uh, that I did now. I'm, I'm backtracking a little bit, right? I'm not doing it in order. My apologies. But you said something powerful about not having to pay advertising dollars to get your stuff sold out on LinkedIn because of the value added content that you bring so much all the time that when you do have to post something to promote it, mm -hmm. it's quite all right. And it gets right. sold out and you didn't have to spend a dime to do it. That's powerful. I want to yeah. make sure they heard that. Like, if you right. miss that, they need to hear that one more time. Right. There's value. And so this is not me knocking ads. And for people who do that, that's great. Um, but my approach is the organic because not everyone, especially entrepreneurs, small business owners who don't have the huge marketing budgets. Right. I, my goal is to show individuals, teach individuals how to eat organically use the platform in ways where you can generate results without spending a lot of money because it can be done. And I'm proof of that. And my clients are proof of that. But yes. Wow. Wow. Like, you know, and it's, it speaks to, and I'm not being paid by LinkedIn at all, everybody. I want you to know that. Nor um, am I. So you know, I, I don't get, it. I don't get <laughs> LinkedIn money either. I'm just a super fan because I know the platform works is, I don't I didn't say this. So let me. So my path into creating my business was based on me generating results. I got started. So I'm like many others. I was on LinkedIn forever and not using it. I had a job loss in 2016 um, that went forever, forever, ever, ever for me. Um, and I started using LinkedIn because I needed a job. And that's what everyone is programmed to do. Right. But when I started using the platform more consistently, I started delving in and seeing features that have been there, but I wasn't taking advantage of. Right. I started the more I started using it, more I started learning and I started generating results that I never anticipated. Um, and that started really opening my eyes to the platform. And then one thing led to another to another meaning now. I'm a LinkedIn expert where I created a job for myself based on my success with the platform. Um, I started off on a platform looking to get a job. Now my job is my business. So the platform works and my whole goal is to share with people all that I know um, so they can get results as well. That's powerful. You started out looking for a job and ended up creating uh, or stepping into an amazing um, niche. Mm. You stepped into an amazing niche that is now generating um, income for you to where right. worrying about going back to a regular J-O-B, W-2 type situation is the furthest thing from your mind. <laughs> Earl, if I had to, if I can just share this, if I had to work a regular job, 
and I say this all the time, like that boss would be miserable and I would be miserable because I love being an entrepreneur. So I cannot imagine having a regular full-time JLB, traditional JLB. Mm -mm. Nope, this is this is my life. Entrepreneurship does bring a freedom that punching the time clock um, just does not bring. As it, it, although we work harder and longer hours and all of that, yes, still say that. <laughs> it's a life you don't know and understand until you about the life yourself. But longer hours, it, it, which is, it doesn't make sense. We work harder and work longer hours. But the 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 satisfaction is just like from the life is just so fulfilling that it it makes up for the long hours and um, the hard work that goes into it and all the ups and down downs and challenges. Yes, it does. I've I've never as an employee, I never worked this hard. But also as an employee, I never felt this rewarded either. The work right. is harder, the hours are longer, right. but it's for me building something that is of value for me and my family. Right. And it gives me the freedom and flexibility to spend the time with my family the way that I want to, when I want to. And right. money just can't replace that. I don't right. care how much you offer me. It cannot replace that type of freedom. Right. Wow. Wow. You know what, Miss Clarine, our time is coming to an end. I can, We could keep going, but... I want to respect your time. I'm sorry. I want to invite right. you to come back. <laughs> Me too. Because, <laughs> you know, if I when I ask you again, would you be a guest? I want you to say yes. So I'm not going to abuse your time today. <laughs> All righty. It's been a pleasure being with you and your audience. But listen, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much uh, for everything that you have shared about how to be successful on LinkedIn, the changing of the mindset the consistency on the platform, adding value uh, to your ideal clients consistently on the platform so that when you do need to show up and promote your product, service, or event, that you have an audience that you've built that know, like, and trust you yeah. so that they will then open up their wallets and bless you <laughs> by buying a ticket. <laughs> you said that <laughs> Basically what you said, but <laughs> well, you know, I added my own little spin and I added my own yeah. little spin. That's not that's not a direct quote from Miss Clarine. You do want your audience to know, like, and trust you. You do want them to get to that place to where they seriously they do. You've built that rapport with them. And right. so that they know that they can trust what it is that you're saying or what it is that you're doing. And that is what you want your ideal client. It's a trust factor. Uh, with your ideal client. And that's really what, what she's been telling us uh, throughout the duration of this, um, throughout the duration of this podcast is you want to build that on LinkedIn and LinkedIn is the place to leverage it because LinkedIn is the place where professionals go to seek out other professionals and you have to show up in that manner on LinkedIn. So but before we before we close out uh, the podcast, is there any last nugget or gem or anything that you want to leave with the audience? 
Well, um, the biggest thing is changing the mindset. So I hope this conversation has allowed the entrepreneurs to know that there's a world of opportunity awaiting them on LinkedIn. If anyone ever wants a free LinkedIn assessment, just look on my LinkedIn profile. You'll see my scheduling, um, my appointment in my features section. And um, let's get to get the process started. Awesome. 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 Again, thank you so much. Listen, everybody, thank you for tuning in for another great episode of Laquita's Toolbox. I love and appreciate you guys. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much. Please, if you would just hit that subscribe button or that follow button, depending on what platform you're using uh, to listen to this podcast. Every month we release two episodes of Laquita's Toolbox. I really would appreciate that. And if you would leave us a rating there um, on your particular platform, that would be awesome. But most importantly, leave us a review. I want to know how I'm doing. If I am indeed uh, adding the value or providing the tools that I desire to provide to you. Even if you don't like it, I want to hear from you. I especially want to hear from you because I want to know how to improve upon what it is that I'm doing so that I can add value to those that take the time to listen to my podcast. Thank you guys so much and have a blessed day.